Hello. Hello. Good afternoon, Miss Harris. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining my podcast, Technology in the Workplace. Okay. What's your name, full name? Melissa D. Harris. Thank you. And could you tell uh, me for the audience your what type job that you do? I'm a science teacher at a pretty much um, alternative middle school. Okay. Well, Ms. Harris, this is about the technology that you use on the job and some of the difficulties that you have. And an example of this is one of the things that I had problems with is when we went to Schoology and building and designing the Bitmoji. And so that was something new, something challenging, and something that we had to learn. And some of it, we had instructions, but a lot of it, we had to go on our own. So what is something that you have done in technology that you felt was difficult? I felt also doing the Bitmoji was uh, difficult for me. Actually, I thought Schoology was different, uh, difficult for me as a whole. It was something new. I was scared, um, didn't know what to expect. Really didn't have much training on it. We got a little training and then it was like push on you. So all of that in itself, I guess I was maybe a little afraid and overwhelmed at the same time. Yes, yes. So basically uh, the difficulty was actually like twofold and some of it we had, you had formal training but uh, I'm thinking, and we're both agreeing that mostly what got us through it was informal training. Yes, going to YouTube. So what was the pro- some of the problems that you had? My problems was, okay, for example, like when I seen the Schoology page and everybody was saying this is how they want your Schoology page to look like with the Bitmoji. And I'm like, okay, well, nobody really had told me how to do that. Right. Um so I had a math teacher who actually took time out. You know, these young teachers are a little bit more computer savvy. And she was like, well, I'm going to show you how to do it. And she had to walk us through it step by step. So but, basically, you're right, your solution, your learning solution came from uh, someone that was experienced, which is, again, yeah. on the job, an informal training. Yes, yes. Okay. And did she use any website, any books, anything to help out? She used, um, to be honest with you, she used different websites, basically from YouTube. She was like, okay, we're going to go to YouTube. We're going to create our Bitmoji. We're going to create our whiteboard. And we had to do all of this. And she showed us. Now, if I had to go back and do that again, I won't be able to do it. Okay. But again, and so, but using... The resource, of course, you use, and I think that's pretty much something that we all use, was YouTube. Yes. So, yes. so do, you, do you find yourself using YouTube often as uh, an aid to learning informal? Yes, quite often. Right. I felt the same way. So, it, what motivates you to learn at work for pleasure? Is there anything that pleasure if i if i know of something that's pretty much challenging or i feel like it's interesting i will try to dig dig into it try to figure out resources 
uh, per if se. If the situation happens but, again, how would you handle it? Right, right. But towards me, like just going, just just at my desk and just thinking of something. No, no. Right, right. And again, that question was coming directly from the book. Uh, started reading, I bumped into it by. So, if the situation happens again, how would you handle it? How would you handle a new learning experience? I would probably research it. I would take the time to research it. I would take it a little bit more serious. I'm not saying I didn't take it serious before, but I would take it more serious and try to research it for myself so I will know how to do it in future reference right. if I need it again. Okay. All right. Well, this is uh, an informal setting about technology and learning. And I simply was, I feel I felt the same way. And I do appreciate you giving me your uh, input. And uh, thank you. And I will send you a copy so you'll know how we did. And also, this is Anchor Podcast if you would like to know more about it. Okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Am I speaking with Dr. Barbaretta Turner to you? This is she. Good evening. I would like to ask you a few questions about your occupation in technology. Okay. So the first question is, what's your current occupation? Currently, um, it's kind of split into two roles. Right now, I'm the Director of Student Services for Monroe County School System as well as I'm contracted with the State Department of Education as the Region A Safety Coordinator, in which I oversee 10 school districts. Okay, great. So, in this role, are you utilizing technology a lot? I am. Okay. Uh, Can you tell me some of the ways you're using technology? Yes, as the Director of Student Services, um, especially with the onset of COVID 18 months ago, I started using Zoom. Um, Actually, I've used it before, but now I use it more prevalent to do virtual meetings. Um, Also to do webinars that that I have to send out or meeting with my counselors because part of my job with the school system is that I oversee the guidance counselors and our social workers. So we do a lot of our meetings or I do a lot of the trainings for them on Zoom. Also, we use, um, I'm not very, um, I'm learning it, but we use Nearpod as well. Right. Uh, Also, as far as technology, I have to do a lot of things for the State Department in my role at the school system. So I'm always having to send reports and data along with that. We're also using uh, a new program we bought into the system this year, which is called Edgenuity for our students. So I'll receive that curriculum component. And then for the State Department, um, we use a program called Inside, where I have to go in and do compliance monitoring for my school districts. So it's, that's my, my role is when it comes with technology. Okay, great. So in other words, you, how much, what percent do you feel like you have increased technology from when you worked about 15 years ago? I would truly say about 90 to 95% because 15 years right. ago was 2006 and I was just becoming a classroom teacher. So technology yeah. wasn't as big. Uh, the most things that we used were PowerPoint, but and you know that was a big thing then but now that I'm in this new role and even uh, even with things that I push out to students I would say 90 to 95 percent is the difference 
And also, prior to COVID, uh, we probably, you probably would have said, what, about 50%? I would, yeah, probably 40. About 40. So it's, it's increased almost double, more than double. It has. Right, right. So, so uh, what are the pros and cons that you feel like we have in te- technology? Well, COVID's really brought out, now the, I would say the pros have been with our students at one point having to be virtual or we're having social distancing. Right. Even with trainings that I have to push out across the state of Alabama with the State Department, the pros are that we can actually push those out, like I said, through Zoom, through Google Meet. Right. Um, but some of the cons that I would truly say was that we found out also during COVID was there were a lot of our parents in being in a rural area who didn't have access to technology. So, you know, we had to then realize we can't depend on technology like we always think, or even, so we had to do paper copies or to get to work. And another con was also um, when we were dealing with power schools, as everybody know, the change from STI to power school was very complex. So during the summer, uh, as being a supervisor of counselors, we tend to have lost a lot of student records. They were lost out in space, as they want to say, or in cloud. So we right. had to realize that we had to go back to the old way of putting everything on paper, hard copy, and then when it was able to transfer over, transfer those records over into the system. Right, and we recently just changed this year from I now to Power School, which has also been pretty much uh, a con as far as as, as the time. I yes, for the timing. It was bad timing with everything that's going on, but yeah. has it going. Right. Well, thank you so much. So basically, we know at this time, uh, technology is, is is taking over, and it's probably ninety to hundred percent of a lot a lot of days of what we have to use in order to get through a a, a school day. So with education, a lot of technology is really involved because. When it comes to days where they're virtual, then our students and we will use technology pretty much all, all day, you would say, correct? Oh, very correct. I think that as this, especially I can say with the Delta virus that's now on set and is easily transmissible, I, I perceive us in the near future, maybe in two or three months, we're going to use technology maybe at 100% if our schools have to go right. So at that aspect, technology is very important right now during these times. Yes, it is. Well, thank you so much for your time, for this interview, and I certainly look forward to speaking with you again and letting you know uh, as we follow this information uh, how things turn out and and some of the comparisons of the other uh, occupations. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Good evening. Good evening. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. I would just like to ask you a few questions. As first of all, this is Mrs. Nicole Rogers, Thompson Rogers, correct? Yes. And I know that you work in uh, the healthcare field and also you are a life coach. Could you give me those occupation names, please? Um, yes, ma'am. I am a um, medical office administrative in the medical field, and I am a life coach and a uh, financial coach. 
All right, great. So, how do you use technology using these uh, occupations? Um, well, for um, for in the medical field, we use technology for to check in patients. Okay. As well as to print off papers. Okay. And uh, pretty much uh, we found out the internet is the number one thing that we use because our internet shut down yesterday. Oh, okay. So we were out of commission for a little bit. Um, so everything is ran through the internet. When you check it in the patients, even though it is um, on the computer, it has to have the internet to check them in um, as well. The um, printers are ran by the internet. So we couldn't print either yesterday because mm. the internet was down. Okay. Um, so pretty, I would say the most technology that is used, I would have to say is the internet um, okay. in order for our medical uh, practice to be ran smoothly. Okay. As well as um, we are using a lot of uh, all the nurses and the doctors and the um, medical assistants. They have laps. Walk oh, around with okay. them to each room. Oh my! Okay, that's interesting because think about it. Years ago, that was this was would have been what a pad and paper. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and so a chart. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Right. So not the laptop. Yes. So basically, uh, you would say without technology, the day it would not run smoothly at all. Not at all. Unless we were going to go back to how it was done. And that would take a lot of time and training. Yes, because even with that, back then they still had computers. Right, right. That was something. So, uh-huh. And if you think about it, even using a thermometer, that has changed from one that you would just put in and read mm -hmm. to the ones that are technically used because they just, you know, they beep and have batteries and that type yep, of Yep, they just stick it in the ear and then it comes up digital as well as the scales yeah. that we oh, lay the babies yeah. on and, you know, what... um instead of the older scales that you step on where you would move it and see where the magnet is in the middle, um, we have the digital uh, ones as well. Right. Okay. So basically, once again, technology, and I feel like maybe at this point we're using technology about 75% of the time during the day. Uh, I have to say more than that. Um, in the office, okay, uh, we have okay. to say a hundred percent. Um, <laughs> because you're constantly using the computers to check in. We're right. scanning. We're printing. Uh, in order for the stuff to go in the patient's chart, I have to scan it in. That's used okay. by a scanner, and I a hundred percent of the day, in order for everybody's work, the different. A specific task to get done, we have to have technology. Great. And quickly, uh, your life coach position and the financial coach? Yes, ma'am. Um, I use my cell phone 24 7 
Okay. Um, as well as I am um, using my laptop more and how technology has helped with that. I'm able to, I don't have to go see the clients face to face. We can do right. digital. Um, I'm using Zoom. I have a membership now with Zoom because I'm using Zoom so much um, as well as um, I'm using Facebook Messenger and all types of social media platforms um, to market. Okay, great. So this is like a marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. And so, and we also, I noticed that you mentioned about the phone because in my reading, it discussed the fact that now that our cell phones are all are a technical device that's pretty much let our clients be able to reach us 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So that that was really interesting that you also use your cell phone uh, in the way that uh, it was described in the reading for this class. Absolutely. Well, Mrs. Rogers, I thank you for your time and it's very clear that, you know, over the years, technology has really evolved and that we are all using technology on the job, totally different from we what we could have said over about 10 or 15 years ago. Yes, ma'am. I feel like a lot, some jobs can't be the way that they are now without right. the technology. Without some technology. jobs wouldn't even exist without it. Right. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you.